0: Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 128. So I'm a liberal, but more and more, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what that word means. And I really don't know what it means to other people. So I was thinking about that a bit, probably overthinking, as I tend to do. Liberalism at its best, I think, liberalism at its best understands that freedom is necessary for for self-determination, for agency. We have to be the ones to decide to get strong. We have to be the one that decides to be good on our own. We have to realize on our own that that suffering is inevitable. (laughs) Harsh truth, but it is the truth. Suffering is inevitable. And that means the best we can do is suffer deliberately in, in the service of our best selves, in the service of our soul. And that's how we find purpose in suffering. That's how, that's how we find meaning in something that's inevitable. And I think that's the lesson of Sisyphus. If you take responsibility for becoming your best self, then the world will become beautiful. The world will become beautiful. And it's not the world that will change. The world was always beautiful. It's you. You will be the one to change. And that requires freedom. That's liberalism at its best, at its finest. Now, liberalism at its worst, I think, imagines that consequences don't exist. (laughs) And I think that's one reason very privileged people tend to be liberal or uh, caveat, 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 or at least they think that they're liberal. What's actually actually, what's actually going on is that they are so safe in in the bubble of their privilege, (laughs) in their privilege bubble, that they're rarely, if ever, exposed to the consequences of their actions. So they start to think that consequences don't exist at all. I do what I want, and then daddy bails me out. Liberalism at its worst, I think, also doesn't understand the danger of temptation because it's never been exposed to temptation. We're like uh, <laughs> we're like a married guy who's ugly who boasts about being faithful to his wife. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, sucker. When was the last time Margot Robbie came back? begging to you to make love to her. (laughs) You're not virtuous. You've just never had the opportunity to be bad. You're not strong. You've just never been tested. You live in such a safe society that you've been able to avoid reality. But reality can only be avoided for so long. I mean, at some point, bubbles pop. Bubbles pop, walls crumble, the real world seeps in. Consequences are real. Now, religion. (laughs) Oh boy. Religion, religions are these emergent, evolutionarily robust rules that work, that work in the context of a culture. Now, I'm a liberal. I dismissed religions for almost my entire life because I saw, you know, the shallow inconsistencies and, and the surface level absurdities. And as a result, I missed their deeper truths. I threw the baby out with the bathwater. I didn't understand that religions are Lindy. They've survived the test of time. And all religions, all religions are about consequences. They all say the same thing, just in different ways. They all have the same fundamental truths. God is the personification of reality. Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. We have to sacrifice correctly. We have to get in sync with reality. And of course, we have to have no other gods. Consequences are real, The lords of karma, (laughs) the lords of karma are real. They're real. The lords of karma were real to the Greeks when, remember Oedipus, the story of Oedipus, he blinded himself, which was a metaphor for castration, and his wife, Jocasta, committed suicide. Why? Well, remember, Oedipus killed his father and married his mother. Right Jocasta was his wife and his mother. Now, Oedipus did this unknowingly. He was innocent, but the Lords of karma don't care about innocence. The Lords of Karma don't care about our modern sensitivities. The consequences of reality are merciless. The bill comes due. The Lords of Karma were real to the Jews. When God forbade Moses from seeing the promised land. Why? Why? It seems like a dick move. Well, because years and years earlier, God had told Moses to speak to a rock so it would give water. But instead, Moses struck the rock. And that implied that nature was his to command and not God's. It was a form of disobedience. Now, what a grudge for God to hold for so many years. But the lords of karma don't observe statutes of limitation. Reality never forgets anything. And the consequences of reality are inexorable. The bill comes due. Here's the problem. The lords of karma are real, but they're not real to us. The very idea of consequences feels outdated and irrelevant and judgmental. Don't be judgy. You know what I hear all the time? Do what you want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Serious question. How do we know it's not going to hurt anybody? How do we know? Do we know because the injury isn't obvious, isn't immediate, doesn't happen right away where we can see it? How do we presume to know? Because we can't immediately figure out how the hurt is going to happen? I mean, look, it is insanely arrogant for us to presume that we know every result of an action and the second order effects. Nobody can see into the future like that, but we act like we can, and I'm guilty of this. I do this all the time. I'm very, what's the word? I'm very hands-off. I'm very (laughs) laissez-faire. I'm a very reluctant judge, so when people do things that I think maybe aren't such a good idea, I kind of shrug, and I say, eh, where's the harm? Where's the harm? Hey, Matt, newsflash. Imagine thinking your tiny little brain is actually capable of coming up on the fly with rational reasons for God's commandments. Imagine being so arrogant as to think that if your tiny brain can't immediately think of a rational reason, then there must not be one. I'm ready to ignore laws that evolved over thousands of years and helped societies to survive for thousands more. I'm smarter than cultures that extend back into the past further than writing. I'm just so smart. I mean, how arrogant is that of me to say? Look, we pretty much accept behaviors and and actions that are explicitly forbidden by our religious traditions because we no longer believe in consequences. We don't respect reality. We don't fear the lords of karma. We no longer fear God. And why? Because we live in the prosperous, safe, peaceful, privileged bubble that those traditions built in the first place. We ignore the warnings of our ancestors because our ancestors did such a good job bubble-wrapping society. (laughs) They built a bubble-wrapped society. How can we take a warning seriously for something that's never happened yet? It's, I don't know, it's as if our parents... And our grandparents and their parents, yada, yada, yada. As if our ancestors built a wall against the sea. And they told us to maintain the wall. And we can't be bothered to maintain the wall because we can't see over the wall. We've never seen the sea. And we don't even know what it means to be flooded. Why should I care? Why should I follow these stupid old rules? They're annoying. They're restrictive. They're a waste of my bloody time. And so we turn to our friends and we say, you know, fuck it. I'm going to skip wall maintenance today. And then they, they shrug. They shrug and they say, hey, yeah, okay, you do you. As long as it doesn't hurt anyone. Okay, that's all I got this week. I'll catch you later.